Yeah, I, I've got a message this morning, and I it's it's a. You know, I, I uh, I'm just I'm just quickened today by the Holy Spirit, you know, and and and, and it's it's the one thing that I, you know I just kept hearing this morning. What do you what do you, you know? <laughs> what do you do when things around you are like a whirlwind? And and that was it's just like one of the things that in my spirit, I, I, as I'm sitting here this morning, and it's like. You know, if if I were to look back over a period of this week, it's it's like, uh, you know, um, it, it just, you know, you get in the trenches and you you're there with families and and you know you get personal things and you got stuff and it's like you you find yourself in that in that whirlwind of like, okay, Lord, what what's what's going on and uh, you know. And and I and I got to tell you, there's something that you you have to you have to get to a place in your faith walk. And, you know, and I preached around this many times, I think, but, you know, it's it, you, you've got to you've got to step in and stay the course and you've got to remain. I, I mean, you've got to remain because I'm telling you, there's a real enemy to your faith. And, I, you know, th- there is a real enemy to your faith, not to give him any credit because I know where he belongs. I know where he exists. He exists under my feet. He, he doesn't have any power. He doesn't have any authority over me. But you, you know what 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 what's going on when it, it, it's like the whirlwind and, and there's just things that are flying around and it's just like you know and and, and, and it's like it, you know you just want it you want it to stop <laughs> you just want it to stop and, and and you want it to quit and and I believe that you know last week and maybe this is where I'm headed today with this you know last week is. Um, as I thought about this, and I, th- I thought about the cross, and you know, the message I have today is 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 around the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because the, the, the this is the greatest key for the church in this hour. It, it, it's for you to understand and have revelation that the Word of God is real, and that and and, and, and you know you can sustain yourself on the Word of God. You truly can sustain yourself on the word of God. You know, that resurrection power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of you. What do you do when the whirlwind, when the whirlwind and everything's flying around and everything's going, uh, you know, 100 mile an hour? What, what do you do? You remain. You remain. And, 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 you know, and you, and, you, and you go back to and you go back to what I preached on Wednesday night that, you know, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. You know, you, you've, got, you, you've got to recognize where your source and where your help comes from. You, you, you have to truly recognize that. that. That resurrection power, it lives in you. So you have to determine, I, I'm alive, amen? If you're sucking wind today, you're alive. And you know, you have to have a tenacity. You have to have a fight. You have to have a fight. I'm, you know, and, and I, you know, I tell our men all the time, you know, this is not, Christianity is not a wimpy thing. It, it's, and it's, it's not for, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not a wimpy thing. I mean, because once you realize that, you know, this is a fight, that, that you know, there, there's, a, there, there's, a, there's the spiritual things that are taking place. Once you realize that, you, you know, my, my mind is always fixed because I know who wins. 
So I don't shrink back and I, because I know who wins. I know my home's in heaven. And if you're sitting here today, you don't know that your home's in heaven. I, I promise you, you, you've got to know that you know. You've got to know that your, your, name, your name's there. You can't waver from, from not knowing or not believing that, that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. And Because once, once you have a real knowing and a real understanding of that power that saved you, everything, everything shifts. You know, many times people will, you know, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? You know, uh, you know I, I have found that the, one of the greatest keys for a believer, that, that if you catch this, that when you have things going on, you have, you, you, maybe it's tragedy. I've had tragedy in my life. I've lost way too many people. But, you know, in, in, anytime there's tragedy or anytime there's something that's going on, you've got, you know, I, I always found that one of the greatest things that I could do was go after people and tell people about Jesus. Because what it does is it shifts perspective. It, it, it just, it shifts the perspective and it takes, it takes the eyes off of a problem. It takes the eyes off of a situation. Take your Bibles. Let's go to Luke 24. Luke 24. I got to get into this and I'm, I'm. I don't plan to be too well. <laughs> Praise God. Brother Jesse, great job. Thank you. Luke 24. Luke 24. Let's go ahead and stand for the reading of God's word. <coughs> Luke 24. I just want to pick up verse 25. I was going to read all this text, but it, it's good. Please go back and read Luke 24. It's, uh, it's, it's good. But I, I want to just I want to highlight this text. Um, verse 25, Luke 24, 25, it says, Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe, and all the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Father, today I pray. Lord, even the anointing of God, let it, you know, you know, be upon me today, Father. Give, let my words be clear. Let them be precise. And Father, I pray, God, over this house, Father, put a fire, a zeal, and a passion in each and every one of us, Lord, to carry your word. But Lord, Lord, that, that we would see our region shaken by the power of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. You know, um. You know, the, the, the disciples, the two disciples here, this is, the, this is, you know, some people know it as the walk to Emmaus. And, uh, you know, just to paraphrase some of the story, that the, the, there were, um, they, the, the, these two disciples were likely probably a part of the 70 disciples. They, they weren't a part of the 12 that, that we know that's recorded in, in the Word of God, but they were probably a part of the 70. You know, uh, Cleopas was one of the ones, so it wasn't like they weren't known disciples you know, uh, Luke points out he knew him by name. But here are two of these. Here are two of uh, the disciples of Jesus. They're walking down the road to Emmaus, and Jesus appears to them. It's a, it's a, it's a remarkable, remarkable story. But Jesus he he draws their attention around around a, a few things as he begins to open up. He begins to open up their minds. He begins to open up their understanding. He be, he begins to explain who he is. 
And uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't know him, you know, the, you know, whether they were clouded or whatever. They, they, you know, they didn't know that they were, were with Jesus. However, it, you know, as Jesus left, they said, didn't our hearts burn? Didn't didn't we weren't we amazed or weren't we weren't we drawn to 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 to, to, the, to this great man? Um, see, there there are, there are benefits. The, the there are, there there are benefits in being a Christian and being a believer. There are great benefits in understanding the, resur- the resurrection and the power that, that lives on the inside of you. You know, a lot of times when we think about the resurrection power and when we think about, you know, even out of this text in Luke 24 and you move into, into Acts chapter 1, Luke wrote, you know, he wrote the book of Acts also. So you see, you see some of the same story kind of being told. But, but one of the significant things there is Jesus is saying, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Get Terry in Jerusalem. And, and even this time period we're in right now, it represents a, a time period called Pentecost. You know, that we're approaching that, that... We're in this 50-day period where Jesus is back walking on earth before the ascension. Luke chapter 24 and Acts 1 talks about when Jesus leaves. But, you know, it's very interesting because Jesus, what he begins to do, he begins to explain who he is. He begins to expound on the word of God. It's, it's such a fascinating picture of Jesus taking the Old Testament and bringing it to life because, you know, it, it says that Jesus opened their understanding. He explained to them who he was. You know, what did, what did he do? He quoted, he quoted the word of God. You know, they were seven miles outside of Jerusalem. So, you know, I, I imagine taking that walk. I don't know how long Jesus spent with them. But, you know, if he's explaining who he is from the Old Testament, there's a lot of scripture that points towards Jesus in the Old Testament. You read the Old Testament. It's important. However, Jesus, you know, think about this passage. You know, Jesus is talking to him. And he, he think, think about just Isaiah 53, 3 through 5. He says, you know, he's talking about himself, but he says this to the disciples. He's opening their understanding. He says, he was despised and rejected by man, a man of sorrows, acquitted with grief. <laughs> Jesus is talking about himself, and he's opening their understanding. And he goes on to, he goes on to say, because he knew the scriptures. This is, uh, he was despised. We did not esteem him. Surely he bore our grief. He carried our sorrows, yet he esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for peace was upon him. Hallelujah. And by his stripes we are healed. Jesus is telling these two disciples who he is by the scriptures. By the scriptures and by the word of God. I, I think sometimes, like, if we can catch certain things, and even around the resurrection, that the Lord, that that, that resurrection power that, that 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 Jesus gives us is is to understand Him. Many people walk this earth, and many Christians can walk this earth and be like, "Well, I don't know what I'm called to do. I don't know this. I don't know that." Jesus is saying very simply, "If you will read my word, if you will take my word, and you will eat my word, you'll know who I am." I can't do it for you. You know, this week, I you know, even even an overwhelming conviction come over me. I, I you know, I'm like, Lord, help me. But I promise you that when you cry out to him and you ask him to help you, you know what he's going to do? He's going to help you. 
He's going to help you. That's the word. That's the word of God. Amen. <laughs> Jesus expounds. He's, he, he, he's giving them the word of God. The, the NIV says he explains. You know, I thought about it. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to get in trouble here, but I, th- I thought about it the other day because, I, you, you know, I went to listen to my wife. I don't know if any guys ever do that in here. And it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But I, I went to listen to my wife, and she was explaining something to me, expounding on something. I don't, you know, Miranda will do that sometimes. And, you know, and I've learned over 20-some years of marriage, it's important that I pay attention. And, you know, and she, she's, she's explaining something. And she said, did, did you hear what I said? And I said, yeah, I, I heard what you said. And, and, and I, I said, which part? And she said, well, you know, this part. And I said, no, can you repeat everything you just said? Because I didn't quite understand it. You know, because e- even expounding or explaining, it's, it's done in detail. Jesus, Jesus wants you to get the detail, the very detail of his word. The, you know, think about healing. How often do we pray in, for healing in this church? Just about every day. I mean, just this past week, I was at Ruby. You know, you know, Brother Joey, I hope you're watching today. We've been praying for him. We've been praying for Brother Joey. You know, we're, we're praying for people. Amen. Because we believe in the power. We believe in the word of God. It's important that you understand that Jesus... Jesus wants you to, he, 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 he wants you to get his word. He wants you to understand his word. And I, I know it was on this Wednesday night, but I just, I feel to even come back to it. You see, the, see the, wor- the word of God is alive and it's active. The Bible says that it, it pierces, it, 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 it's sharp. It, 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 it's so sharp, it pierces. It, it, it pierces soul and spirit, it divides, it divides. See, the word of God, it, 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 it's the one thing that can, can penetrate, that can, if, if you allow yourself to, to be open to the word of God, it will change you. It will change the course of your life. It will change the direction of your life. You know, I shared that story the other day. You know, when, you know, um, I, I, you know, it was, uh, I get, who was the pastor I was listening to? Whew. Praise Jesus. Anyway, he was telling a story. One of the guys that was in his group was struggling with lust. And he set him on a course and he said, you know, listen, he said, you know, you're struggling with this. And he said, you know, I got all this stuff in my mind and I, I can't I can't get it out of my mind because I struggle with this and I struggle with that. And he said, listen, he said, if you will read the word of God 30 minutes a day, I want you to come back and see me in a month after you've done after you've read the word of God for for a month. Because see, what, what, the, the recourse for the believer is the word. Because see, you know, that, see, you don't have to know Hebrew. You don't have to know Greek. You don't have to know uh, isogesis or exogesis. I mean, Pastor Moran, I don't need to know that stuff. People that teach the word of God. But, you know, you, you, don't have to know, you don't have to know the Greek or Hebrew. You've got to know him. And he's not making it difficult for the world. He's not making it difficult for the world, you know, and he's not, you know, but as, you know, as he shared that story, he said, the guy came back to him 30, 30 days later. He said, my life's different. My life's different because I begin to read the word of God. 
I begin to digest. I begin to take in the word of God. Like what Brother Jesse said, the word is food for your spirit. And it's the one thing I, I tell you, it's the one thing that, it, you know, that in church we, we, can, we, can, we can push that away. Well, you know, I, you know, just, I need a few good songs and I'm good. No, you need the word. You need to know how to fight. The weapons of our warfare. You've got, you know, listen, guys, this, th- th- we can't be wimpy. We've got to know how to fight these battles. So we've got to fight with the word of God. Amen. <laughs> we've got to learn how to fight with the word of God. Mm. You know, it was interesting. I, re- I read the Message Bible because back to this text, it says, in beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them all the scriptures, these things concerning himself. In the Message Bible, it says, then he started at the beginning with the book of Moses. <laughs> I love that. So Jesus was taking an opportunity to, sh- to share with these two disciples the word of God. See, we have a responsibility as a church, as a people, to be able to, to, to you know, your answer, I, I, you know, and you've heard this said many times, the answers to life can be found in the Word of God. It can be found in the Word of God. Amen? The answers to life, the answer to any problem that you may have, any anxiety, any depression, any, any whatever can be found. It's what sustains you. Amen? Anybody ever been down before? Amen. You ever you ever just feel like junk, right? You, you you know you ever just you know, but I but something changes and something shifts when the word of God becomes alive on the inside of us. And the only thing I, I want you to get this today. See, this is what the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. He teaches you as you get into the Word of God. He, he you know He opens the mind of your understanding. Second point, even today. Let me make this point because because it's important to understand. <laughs> That he gives you understanding. John 14, 26, and I kind of quoted this, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. He will teach you all things and bring you and bring you to remembrance all the things I said to you. So when you're in the word of God and when you're reading the word of God and you're taking of the word of God and you're in a situation and you know that you need to pray or or you know that you need to engage in this way, the Holy Spirit will bring back to remembrance the word of God in a situation and boom, he shows up. It's real. Amen. Anybody been saved for more than three days? It's real, right? It's, it's real. The Holy Spirit will quicken you and it'll be like, that's it. You know what he also quickens you away from? Sin. He quickens you away from sin. You know, people need to understand. They need to repent of sin. They, they need to turn away from sin. Pastor, is that possible? Yes. It's possible. It's possible. Yes, it's possible. Jesus would, think about it. Jesus would have not died for sin. Why would he die for sin if it wasn't possible for it to be crushed? He would have never, that power that raised him from the dead. Jesus knew, you know, he, he, he was tempted in every way, but did not sin. Did not sin. See, as pastors, you know, it, it's, it's the one thing, you know, I, when people are in the trenches, man, I, I just sometimes, you know, even this week, I just, as I, as I did a few things, I prayed, I worked, and people were on my hearts, I prayed, and, and I just, I began to, you know, Lord, show up, show up. Lord, the things they need, I, I pray, Father, give it to them in Jesus' mighty name. Praying, people shall live and not die in Jesus' name. 
You know, as a pastor, you know, oftentimes you, you, you point out the ob- things that are obstacles to people's faith. You know, things that can hinder people in, 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 in learning. But see, Jesus, he's a, he's a revelator. He will reveal truth to you. You have, you, guys, you, you have to begin to, you know, this is a year we have felt strong about this around sound doctrine. You have to make the word of God. You have to make it a part of your life. You ha- you, you, and listen, you, you, you got to get to a place where it's not just a, a passive hunger. It's, you know, I, I'm, I only read it when I'm hung- hungry so often. When I have time, I'll read it. You've got to, die, you got, guys, another thing, and I'll add to this, you have to have disciplines in your life. You have to have disciplines in your life. Because, see, what the Word of God does, once you have it on the inside of you, you know, what, 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 what's Jesus want us to do with the Word? He wants us to share it, right? You know, it's, it's the overflow. If I shut myself in seven days a week and I never go out, what good is it to anybody? What, what, good, what good is it to, as a pastor if, if, if I'm at home seven days a week and only show up here on a Sunday, Sunday morning to preach the word? What good is it? What good is it if my light's not shining you know, in, a, in a 6 a.m.? Well, I don't go to 6 a.m. prayer. I'm the pastor. I don't go when souls. I'm the pastor. That's somebody else's job. No, what, what good is it? What, is my, what does my witness look like if, 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 you know, if I only show up one day a week? But see, this is the thing as a believer, we show up every day. Not just, you know, guys, we, we don't do this for money. We do this because we love Jesus. I'm thankful I get a paycheck, but we got hired on. I, you know, I, never, I never asked about what my pay was going to be. We were called. I, you know, it, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for everything the Lord does. Amen. Amen. He will reveal his word and he will open up. He will open up your understanding. He will. You know, that, that's, that's another thing. Resurrection power. He opens up your understanding. See, I, I love the gifts. I love the fact, you know, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. I love the I love the revelatory things of God. I, I, I love all that. I love, I, you know, it's so much fun being a believer because you have access to so much. But you know this resurrection power. You know what all. Uh, you know. You know what it, it, it gives. It gives you understanding. You don't have to be ignorant of things. Paul said that. I wish you would not be ignorant. You don't have to be ignorant. You know, it was in Matthew, I think, fourteen. You know, the the, the kingdom of heaven, the mysteries of God, have are now revealed. And he was talking about the parable, the parable of the sower. He said these mysteries are now made known to you. Jesus spent time with him. He was teaching them. He was, he, he was expounding. He was explaining. He was giving them the word of God. These others that, you know, and, you know, the context of that scripture, you know, you know, if you want more, you can have more. Those that don't want it won't get it. Amen. You guys, if, if you want more of Jesus, you can have more of Jesus. Amen. Another benefit, you know, is of the resurrection power is that he opens up our understanding. He opens up our mind. Isaiah 11, I, and I love this, I love this, I love the context of this because you know, I've studied the seven spirits of, uh, 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 seven spirits of God, but in, in Isaiah 11, verse 1, 
It says, there shall come forth a rod from, and Jesus would have talked about this scripture too with these two. Because <laughs> he exposed himself to, to, to them. He expounded, he explained. It says, there, uh, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jess, and a branch shall grow out of, out of the roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Luke 24, 44, 45, and at the end it says, And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. He opened. He opened the minds that they might comprehend. See, can I tell you that comprehension, comprehension is really a choice too. You can come, you can come, you can, you can read the word of God. You ever read the word of God and think, what did I just read? <laughs> just, I, I've, you know. And then I had to stop myself and be like, okay, get focused, right? Get, get focused. You know, you know what I did this week? You know, when I eat, because, you know, these, you know, somebody always needs me, right? I got to be available. Yeah, it's, it, you, you get these things locked in your mind. You, I got to have my phone next by. Somebody might need me. I, I, I'm in crisis. I got a fireman, right? I run to everything, right? Anybody like that, huh? Yeah? So, you know what I did this week? You know, after prayer, I took my phone and I put it up. After, you know, be after EMP, because this is what I listen to, you know. And sometimes even during, even during early morning prayer, you'll get a text, right? <laughs> sometimes it's us communicating with one another. Are you, are you there? <laughs> you know, praise God. But, but what I did was I put it up. Because I wanted, I wanted to get, I wanted to get, you know, it's, it's that resurrection power. I need this flowing in and out of my life. Amen. I need the resurrection power of Jesus flowing in and out of my life. So you know what I did is I put, my, put, put things away, and I went into the Word. I read the Word, and I wasn't looking for the distractions. You know, um, can, I, can I go do this for 30, 40 minutes, uh, an hour, where, you know, where I know that my time, I, I, I need time with Him. Because, you know, because when I go back to pick this up, and there's four messages it's the time that I spent with him that helps me deal with the four or five things here. Because in my own self, yeah, let's be honest, in, in your own self, your flesh will kick in. You'll get frustrated. You know, I've told them this 25 times. You ever take calls like that? You ever take calls from family? You know, I love, you know. You know, I got this going on, got that going on, you know. And you've told them, right? You told them. You, you've shared the love of Jesus with them. You've told them. You know, they're just making bad choices, right? You know, and they're just, they're just you know. And so you, you move into a place where you just, you have to step away and pray, right? I'm I, I just checking. I know what was going on. So, okay. Proverbs 4.1, it says, Hear me, my children, instruction on the Father, and give, and, and give attention to no understanding. I mean, Proverbs, one-a-days. You know, it's, it's the one-a-days, right? 31 Proverbs. Read one-a-day. Get, that's Solomon, the wisest guy. Wrote Proverbs. Get Proverbs in you. But look, it, it, you know, I, I love this. <laughs> Hear my children instructions of a father and give attention to no understanding. Proverbs 4, 4 and 5. He also taught me and he said to me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my, keep my commands and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Get wisdom. Get understanding. He's not saying, get wisdom. Get understanding. You know, it, it, no, it's, 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 you know, get it. Get wisdom, get understanding. How do you do? You get it with the word. You get it with the word. I, you, you guys, t get, take this today. Get this. Get it from the word. 
You get it from, see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But it's like, you know, I, I, you know what, we're, what I'm doing today is like, you know, I'm coming in and saying the word will work in every situation. The word of God, if, you, if you'll grab a hold of it, it'll, it'll help you. It'll sustain you. It's 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 what when you when 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 everybody around you it's the it's the turkey in the in the tornado right when everything's going crazy, everything's going crazy. It's the word that will work. Because you know what, you bring peace to a situation. Because the Jesus, it's the resurrection power, it's the resurrection power that live you know that lives on the inside of you. Don't look like everybody else, man. That's a big one. Don't look like. Don't look like everybody else. Don't act like everybody else. And please don't talk like everybody else. You know, the resurrection power changed my language. It changed, you know, that, that resurrection power changed how I spoke, changed how I talk. I, you know, I don't, I don't look, I don't. <laughs> you know, I, I grew up with, you know, traditional things that, that, you know, family members would say that was passed down from generation to generation. And a lot of times it was a spirit of poverty that was upon my family. And, and they, they would say things, you know, about money. It's, it's, why, it's, why, I, you know, it's why I like I like teaching. I like talking about money. I like for people to get the revelation of it because I had to break that devil off my life. It's a devil. The spirit of poverty is a devil. And so, I, you know, it, but, but, but even in your speech, there, that resurrection power helps you with your speech. It helps you with your understanding because then I real I don't have to talk like everybody else. You know, it's it's like even swearing. I I never did swear that much, but when I got saved, I'm telling you, man, it was gone. It was gone. I I don't I don't you know it's just like I you know I'll catch myself sometimes and I'm like man, I should have never said that, or even that's you know and then people want to OMG OMG I hate that. Don't say that. Don't text that. It's dumb. If, nobody, if nobody's telling you this stuff, please understand. OMG is not a good thing. It's not a good thing to highlight. It's not a good thing to put in your pictures. It's not, and it's not a good thing for a believer to say. Because the context of how it's used is, I'm telling you, it comes against God. You shouldn't talk about God that way. And we, you know, we, we think it's okay. We think it's okay in this society. It's okay for, you know, as a young Christian, you can throw it out and you can use it. and you can. No, it's not. If you use it, you need to repent. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Hey, man, don't, don't use it. But see, God helped me with, you know, God helped me with my speech. See, um, let, me, let me back up. He'll help you, though. If you have problems in these, in these areas, he'll open up your understanding by the reading of the word. It's, it's what I brought into my life that helped me get the understanding. And then I would go to church. And then I would go to a group. And then I would sit and I would hear and my understanding would be opened up. And those things that, you know, it was like expelling darkness. Light was coming in, expelling darkness. You know, those things were getting rooted. Rooted out of me. The, the word of God was becoming alive. It was becoming active. It was, it was dividing my spirit and my soul. My, my mind was like, well, this doesn't seem right. Well, you know, my family this way, my people, they believe. What does the word say? It's, please understand, it's, it's, not what, it's not what Uncle Jimmy says. It's not, I don't mean that, like, you know, it's just, it's the first name came to mind. You'd be a great uncle, I know. So, but but it's, not, it's, not, it's not what uh, Uncle uh, Sammy says. Amen, we'll use him. It, 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 it's not what they say. 
It's what the Word of God says. You know, I feel, I'm telling you, I'm so sick of people in their, I feel. What's the Word say? You know, what does the Word say? The, the, word, the word doesn't call you to be isolated. The word doesn't call you to be independent. It, the word, it, it doesn't. You know, it, it, it doesn't call you to... to, to it call you, you know, well, Brother Jesse, even go back. It, it, coming together in agreement. You need individual prayer. Please hear this today. You need to devote time to prayer and study of the word for yourself. Amen? You, you need that in your life. You, you, need, you need a consistency. But, you know, I'm going to say this. You, you'll, you'll need consistency in the Word of God, but then you'll need a consistency of, of gaining knowledge and gaining understanding. How do, you, how do you do that? How do you do Maybe you take a Bible class. Maybe, 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 maybe you go to the streets and you win someone to Christ. Maybe, maybe you, you know, you, you have to. It's applying the Word. It's, it's learning how to, to, to apply the Word of God. You, you have to learn how to apply the Word. Not just be a hearer, but be a doer of the word, the Bible says. So it's important that we become doers of the word. Amen. The resurrection, the resurrection power of Jesus, it's there to open up our understanding. Luke 24, 45 and 49, watch this. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Back to the same text. That they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, thus it is written... And thus it was necessary for Christ to suffer and those to rise from the dead, on the, that he would rise from the dead on the third day. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached to his name, all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And, and you are witnesses of these things. Behold, behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. You shall receive power, the Bible says in Acts 1.8. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. What, what, what is this power? It's the power to overcome the enemy. It's the, you know, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, they overcome. It's the, it's the testimony that Jesus gives you. I'm a winner. I'm not a loser. I, I, I don't like losing. You, you, guys play, you don't like losing softball, do you? No, look, I look at it. You got that look. No, I hate losing. I I just soon hit somebody as I would lose, but so, but you, you don't. Nobody likes losing. I don't, I never played sports to lose, ever, ever. I mean, you know. And then you get one of those games. It was like, you know, it was like tooth and nail. You know, overtime game. And then you know, I remember we lost one game that we sh- we should have won. Coach, my coach, he's in heaven. Praise Jesus. But he blew the call. And you know what? We all knew it. But you know what respect does? Respect walks over and says, thanks, coach. We never went, you know, because even today people say, oh, ain't that a coach? The parents in the crowd will do that. But, you know, as a senior on the squad, <laughs> if somebody got all jacked up, you know what? He, he was usually laying on the ground. Maybe it was different in the 90s. I don't know. Because if you started mouthing your coach, you, we didn't allow that stuff to happen. We took care of those issues. Yeah. Live today, praise Jesus. That that's how I grew up. You know, we, everybody didn't everybody didn't get the participation trophy. Everybody didn't get the lollipop. You know, everybody didn't get ice cream when I grew up. You lost sometimes. You know, you lost. You're going to run after the game. Amen. That's how I grew up. <laughs> you missed three balls, riser, run. 
thing about my dad was my coach, so. Dad, everybody's going to Dairy Bar. Not you, son. I remember after Little League games, and this is the truth, I remember after Little League games, even sometimes when we won, they would say, it's time for practice. That's, that's how I grew up. And then, you know, in Rocky, he had a wooden bat, and I played third base as a left-hander. It's a weird position, but I had a good arm. I, was, I had a strong arm. So third base is a left-hander. You don't do this, really. I mean, you know, it, they don't put in left-handers on the infield anywhere. So. But I, was, I could throw the ball around re- really well. But he would, he would launch. He would take that wooden bat, and he would throw the ball. And he would get back here, and he would jack balls at us. And if we missed a ball, we would run a lap. I'm like, you know, he's driving, power driving, balls us. Anyway, that's a whole other story. So, good memories, good memories. Good memories. Praise Jesus. The same, it's the same thing in Acts 1 8. This, this power, this power, this resurrection power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, it dwells in you, it lives in you, it quickens you, it brings understanding to you. It's hot in here. Please turn that down a couple notches. You trying to sweat me out back there? Is that did you run it up? Okay. Let me show you a scripture in Second Corinthians four because see the, the people that don't believe in Jesus, people that don't have have an understanding, they're they're blinded. They're they're blinded to to knowing Jesus, and that's that's. Would you guys agree? That's what we deal with. You know, people even even people that confess Christ as 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 Savior or Lord can be blinded. And but people that don't know him are are completely blind. But watch this in the the scripture. Second Corinthians four, verse three, it says, but even our gospel is veiled. It is veiled to those who are uh, second Corinthians four, verse three. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who perishing. Whose mind the gods of this age has blinded? Who's blinded it? Satan has blinded. The, he's blinded people. He's you know he, he you know your generation of kids you know even you know, Zeph and I talk about this week. He'll blind people with technology. He'll he'll blind people with he he'll blind people at, at, at every every step of the way that he can. He'll he'll, he'll blind people. The gods of the God of this age, little G, <laughs> not big G, little G. Because see, people make <laughs> they make these things a God. They preference this over the Lord. They preference this over the house. They preference this over relationship. They preference in what makes them what, what makes them feel good. <laughs> We're a feel good society. I only do this if it makes me feel good. I only do this if it benefits me. I'm going to show you that here in a second in text. But let me ask you this. When, when someone's blind, you ever see a blind person? Anybody ever see a blind person? You ever see somebody walking with a cane? What do you, what do you, what do, you do when you see a blind person? You have compassion. I hope you do. You Everybody shake your head and say, yeah, that's, uh, I do. I do have compassion. What do you do with a blind person that, that's stuck in a doorway? He's on his own. You, 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 you know, because, see, we, I want you to t- get this because, because that's what, the, there are people that are blind to the things of God. 
But, you know, if I see a blind person, I want to make, you know, if they're trying to get through a door or coming through, there's a buggy going across the Walmart and they, they get ready to run into it. I'm going to go get the buggy and get it out of the way for them, right? But see, this whole thing of being, the word of God being veiled, see, people are blind. They're blind to the things of God. They're blind. They don't know Jesus. So we can't get on our high horse and think, well, you know, I've got it all figured out. You know, when, when we see blind people, you know, what we should do is we should respond. Many of you in here will. But see, the thing about this, there are many people that are blind to the things of God. They, they, they have a, they're blind of Jesus. And you know what? We pass them by. <laughs> they're on their own. When people are blind, we should help. That's what God's called the church to do. Amen. To be a help. Not to make fun of. Not to rip and tear down. You know, it's, it's like the guy that was come into this church. I, I, you know, I don't talk about people, but, but when th- things are religious and, and they grade the Holy Spirit, I point them out for a reason. But, you know, I, I, was, I was doing ministry after church one day and went downtown to take food to some people. And he was down there holding a sign up on the corner of the street block. You're going to burn in hell. You know, da 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 so, you know. And I'm like, bro, you ain't going to win anybody to Jesus doing that. Because the very people that I just showed up down on the corner here, you know, they need food. And you're over here holding your sign towards them. You're not going to win anybody that way. Blind people need help. Hungry people need help. You, you give them food. That's what you do. I didn't mention his name. I don't know his I forget his name, so it doesn't matter. But, but, but you, you know, that religiousness, that it's, it's a form of religious, religiousness. It's the very thing that put Jesus Christ on that cross was that, that gall, that thinking that that's the message. You know, yeah, people do need to repent. They absolutely, truly need to repent. There is a real hell. There, there is a real heaven. But, man, we've got to allow the Holy Spirit to do the work. We've got to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and do that. Amen. Lastly, I'm going to close with this. Take your Bibles, go to Acts chapter 1. You see, the, the, the resurrection power that lives, that lives, that lives on the inside of us, it, 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 it causes something in a, in a believer's life. And this is, this is one of the things that a lot of believers have to break off. And they have to come to an understanding. It's an understanding that you are blessed. <laughs> you, the resurrection power blesses me. And then I become a blessing. It's the power of Jesus. I, I become a blessing. Amen? I, I, because, because of that resurrection power. And, and a lot of times, see, you know, you, you th- a lot of times people think this is about money. When you hear the word blessed, everybody, their, their minds a lot of times will go to money. They'll, they'll think, well, you're blessed well, because you got more stuff, right? In, in, the, in America, in our culture, we measure blessing by how much stuff we have. <laughs> well, you got this, and you got that, and you got this. And, and, and I truly believe that the, the resurrection power that causes a man to be blessed, you know, you, you know what I don't carry? I don't carry a lot of worry. I don't carry. I don't. I don't carry that. I, I used to. 
But I found out in the Word that I could get rid of that. You see that? You see what, ha- you see what I just said? I found out in the Word of God, I don't have to carry worry that I can have peace. Jesus 14, you know, my peace I leave you, right? My peace I give you, my, my peace I leave. So I, I, learned, I learned that I could have peace. That I could have the peace of God. So you can, you can have these things. You can possess these things. Amen? Something funny, I missed something. John, Jesus 14. Amen. So I love my congregation. They're like, you, when you correct me, you laugh. Praise Jesus. You're not that, not Jesus 14. <laughs> Bless me. <laughs> but see, the, the, the blessing, the blessing of God is, you know, yeah, it, it is about, it is about money. Yes. But I'm, I'm, tell, I'm not depressed. That's a blessing. Amen. I'm fun to be around. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I like, I, I like people. I laugh. You know, it's, you know, we have game night at the house. It's fun. We, we don't, we're not scowled with one another. We have fun. We go bowling. We have fun. Amen. We go on vacation. We have fun. We don't, we're not like sappy, sad people. Because you know what? I'm blessed. Amen. So you know, see, the blessing of the Lord makes a man rich. And he adds no sorrow. But see, the blessing of the Lord, you know, he makes me rich in all things. Amen. I'm, I, I got joy because of the Lord. Amen. See, I, 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 have, I have peace because of the Lord. Amen. I have that. I got money too. Praise Jesus. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not, it's not, you know. <laughs> I don't mean that in a negative way. Or, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I have money. I'm thankful that I can look at my life and say, you know, we, we're going to put in a resurrection offering. There's some things we're trying to do. Some some things we gotta we gotta we gotta do beyond that, you know. It's Amen. Amen. Acts 1 6. I wanna I wanna close with this because I want you to see this. Because see, Jesus, Jesus is a blesser. God is a blesser. He it's the resurrection power that calls you blessed. It's the power that calls you blessed. Guys, receive that into your life. Don't block that. Don't well, you know, if he wants to bless me, he'll bless me. He wants to bless you. Amen. So you got to kick that negativity out of, out of your life. You got to kick that. You know, he wants to bless you with joy. He want, you know, can I tell you that he wants you to be a, a loving person that he can he can bless you with compassion? Jesus was he had compassion everywhere he went. Amen. You know, when he seen the 5000, what did what did Jesus say? He said I I I you know, have compassion. Feed them. <laughs> he give them orders, you know. I have compassion, go feed these people. And then that's the miracle of the fed the five thousand. Who knows how many really were there? But it, but but he had compassion. The resurrection power causes me to have compassion. You guys get anything today? Because see, I, you know, we can talk about all the wonderful, the the the, the power of God and the, the laying on of hands, and we can. But you know what about what about the, the, these things here that causes me to 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 live every day? We need the power, amen. We need the laying on of hands. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We need all that. I don't, we don't, I don't, we need our altars filled. We need people getting filled up with the Holy Ghost. Amen. But I'm telling you, I've seen people speak in tongues and they have, they have zero ounce of compassion for people. You got to be compassionate. You got, you got to have that, amen. And I'm not downplaying the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Every believer needs that. We can't, you can't just, don't just pick one thing and focus on that. God wants to open up your understanding for all of it. Amen. He wants to give, give you all of it. Praise Jesus. Acts 1, 6, verses 8. It says, when they were together for the last time, they asked, Master, are, are you going to restore the kingdom of, uh, to Israel now? 
Is this the time? He told them. You don't, you don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. This is actually a message. It was a good, it was a good uh, I, I like that. Timing is the Father's business. What you get is the Holy Spirit, and when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be able to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, even to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, this is the thing, you know, e- e- even here, you know, are, are you going to do this for us, Lord? Are you going to restore? Is my life going to become better, Lord? Here he was opening up their understanding. But he's saying to him, it's not about your kingdom. It's about my kingdom. (laughs) It's not about you advancing your kingdom. It's about my kingdom advancing. Because, you know, I'm sure they wanted to know. Certainly he's with us now. Isn't it it all going to be restored? Aren't we going to have a good life? Aren't aren't things going to? You're going to have a great life. Those that believe in him. Amen. That resurrection power that, that raised him from the dead dwells on the inside of me. I receive that. I live that. Guess what? I have a, re- I have a reward with him. He's a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. Amen. I, he's a rewarder. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Amen. So I know that I have to have faith. I know that's what pleases God. I know that's what pleases God. But see, you know, even in this text, he's saying it's not about your kingdom. It's, it's about building my kingdom. Go tell them. Go tell them. Be a witness. Go tell them. Be a witness. That's the instruction he gives. You know, as, as we look at even, you know, kind of relaunching Go Team stuff, guys, get involved. You know, we have three facilities that have, have, have potentially opened up, even just in, in Marion County, and, and even the jails. You know, we meet this Tuesday, you know, uh, you know with the Go Team, and we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're revamping. We're going through some things, and we're, we're kind of just getting into stuff. But, you know, get involved. Be a witness. You may say, well, I, I don't want to go to a nursing home. Well, we got street ministry. We're going to try to get things structured there. Be, be, become a witness. You know, we'll team you up with someone. We'll, we'll get you with someone that where, where you can, you can, you may say, well, I'm already a witness. Then come involved. Share your ideas. Let's, let's do this thing. Let's become strong. You know, the, the church is stronger together. Amen. Amen. You know, I think about, you know, the one that uh, betrayed Jesus that, you know, there were 11 at this point in you know, there weren't, there weren't the 12. But the one was trying to build his own kingdom. And he fell away. But Jesus, even here in Acts 1, 8, you know, and, he, and in Luke 24, he's, he's saying, look, I, I, want you to, I want you to be a kingdom builder. I want you to build my kingdom. If you focus on building my kingdom, you're going to be blessed. Amen. You're going to have a good life. Amen. I'm going I'm, I'm to give you joy. Amen. I'm going to give you this stuff. Amen. 